At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxie here. DJs, it's time to talk about the Absolute Betting Degeneracy Book Club. Do y'all want to see the other nuts, bets, and even parlays that the DGENs bet? Have you ever wondered how these folks make up for their bad beats? Well, that's what the book club is for. By joining our Patreon for just 25 bucks a month, you can see all of the other wackadoodle bets that we make on a daily basis and chat with the truest of DGENs. We have a private Discord server full of everything from Sex Panthers college basketball plays to Arches CSGO winners. Click on the Patreon link in the podcast description and join us for complete and total degeneracy. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Doing the show tomorrow with Maxie. I know I'm doomed already. Multi-legged parlay bets. Okay, good job. Love being in suspense. Yeah. Two hundred million dollars apparently brings the the booty call back. That might be the understatement of the fucking century. I'm loaded today. An ancient Japanese killing stone said to contain an evil demon has cracked open. It's like my ex-girlfriend, you know? Oh. 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 I'm more of a Jose Altuve guy. It'd be a good fit for uh, for a nut job. The company has given their employees VR masturbation pods. This is an upstanding business. What, what kind of a company is this? It's an adult video company. This is an upstanding business. That seems far for the course. That's a company I want to work for. That's what he said. <laughs> That's a company that just used to have public masturbation spaces. They just privatized them. <laughs> All right. I guess that's it. We're going to take a slight pause so the robot can insert a commercial if they so choose. So depending on your area, depending on your market, you might hear a commercial after this. If not, you probably don't live in a place that advertisers care about. Now that I'm back, God damn it, uh, Panther can continue. Just fade into the background. I'm not saying much. I, I've got some um, history and some experience with nut jobs. Chris Bryan is, is kind of top of my list. It'd be a good fit for uh, for a nut job. I'm I'm overwhelmed. I'm honored that that I, I see such great men. Yeah, I'm getting better at that. <laughs> it's, it's the Robert Kraft rule. I don't take shots of people ever. I'm Never. always above board. Now that I'm back, uh, Panther can continue. Just fading to the background. I'm not saying much. The Alabama education. <laughs> What are we shilling today? Howdy, homies, and welcome to the Sunday edition of the Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy Podcast. My name is Saxy Max, and today I'm joined by the other 85% who's only here 75, 75% of the time. It's Mad Max. Mad Max. First off, congrats on the promotion, executive oh, janitor, and welcome yep. to the Sunday pod. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, you realize that you lucked out on Daylight Savings having me on the show. 
Uh, I mean, the, uh, those other two fools yeah. would, would not have, sh like, Arch is still sleeping. I guarantee that. Uh, Panther would have shown up an hour late. Uh, you He's are yeah. you are lucky to have me on the Daylight Savings episode, really. Well, I mean, and to be real, you know, this is the one that we would need you on because this is the spring forward one. The the That's fallback it. one, the fallback one, the other guys would have been there eventually, you know. <laughs> they, they would have gotten there for that one. I wouldn't be concerned about that. But I am lucky that I got you this morning, Mad Max. And uh, you you are breakfasted this morning. I yes. am. Yeah, I'm breakfasted. Yeah, was, you're, 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 you're you're coming to me full belly. Right, right in the pre-show breakfast, which is funny too because I'm, I'm I'm like you. I'm not a huge breakfast kind of guy. Like my, you know, if you listen to the show the other day, like usually I drink drink a smoothie for breakfast. That's that's mm -hmm. that's the extent of my breakfast. In fact, that's usually the extent of my food intake typically until like dinner time. When yeah. when I'm at work, like I'm just, I'm not like I'm I don't want to eat because it slows me down in the second half of the day. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you know yeah, exactly. You, you and I, you and I are the same way. We like to put our heads down, do our shit for all day, and then when dinner time comes, gorge ourselves. That's on, it. It's, it's on, you know terrible, and, and have no ill will like towards our body, but put the worst things in it. Basically, yeah, yeah. Oh no, it's terrible. It. Yeah, it's it's awful. I mean, from from a metabolism standpoint, it's probably the worst fucking thing you can do. You should be you know snacking throughout the day and 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 kind of like bird like. Yeah, my wife is you know she she's a snacker throughout the day, but uh. you know. She's got the she metabolism. Grazes. It's insane. She's got a metabolism of 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 a, of a teenager, and she's you know like my age, and it's just I, I get so mad. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's I brutal. don't have that metabolism. <laughs> yeah, that's brutal. That's brutal. That that metabolism does go over time, is what it does feel like too. So any of the any of you young cats out there, don't don't think that you can just eat Wendy's every day because it ain't ha it's not it, gonna happen. It's gonna catch up with you eventually. I mean, you know, I, I but again, like I, I try to I, I put in my 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 workouts, and you know, I yeah, I, I got like um. What is this, the Mad this, Max workout now? I, now I'm, now I'm, I'm intrigued. Now I'm intrigued. What is the I, Mad Max workout? How much yoga is involved? No yoga at all. I'm I'm heavily so. I'm heavily into uh, boxing and and running. I love running. Um, uh, you know okay. when, when the weather's nice, I just I love just running. Uh, but uh, you know a lot of it's boxing. Like I do a lot of mm. different um, uh, box. You know, just straight up boxing. I'm not into the kickboxing stuff. Like my my legs are. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna mess with that. So you do forget leg day. You do forget leg day is part of the stick. Well, I run all the time, so my legs are okay. constantly being worked out. And I do, yeah. you know, I, I, of course, I do like goblet squats, and you know, all, all, like I do focus in on on lower body. I, I, yeah, yeah. But, yeah I, I mean, it's, it's, I, I always say my my lower body carries this fat ass around all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I mean, it's got to be good enough. Hell, yeah, it's, it's strong. It's strong as yeah, hell. It's a hell uh, of a no, I, I, I love boxing, though. I think that's my favorite. Yeah, you know, it's it's a. Uh, it, you know, it's great cardio. It's it's great upper body workout, and it prepares um, you for a fight. And it prepares you for a fight. And again, it's 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 like think about stress relief. I mean, you have a bad day, and you just fucking take it out on the heavy. Bag, you know, yeah, that's that's pretty good. So, do you have a boxing setup in your household? I do. You, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I do. Oh, wow. Yeah. In fact, I mean, like, I this this area that I record in is is a multifaceted area, <laughs> right? I'm just saying there there is a bed, there's a uh, a gym. There is a sound booth. There is a desk to work. There is a spot for my bass guitar. I mean, there there's wow. like stuff. It's a it's a it's a large space in this basement. So uh, I think I know what room I'm staying in when I come to visit. I think that's it. Oh yeah, I mean, no, I absolutely, it's clear yeah, and yeah. Obvious what room I'm staying in. <laughs> I oh, did. No, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a deep freezer. There's a pantry. Oh, there's yeah. a fridge. I mean, uh, God, you you're, live down here. Like honestly, you're speaking to my Costco membership right now. This is fucking awesome. And and, and and there's a Pittsburgh potty. A Pittsburgh potty. Now, I need you to describe what a Pittsburgh potty is to me. All right. right. I, I just learned this term. Apparently, is when uh you just you, 
because of permit reasons, you 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 have like a, a toilet that a fixture that's been in your house for a certain time, but they changed the permits, so you can't have, uh, you know, these in your basement anymore. Oh no! But way. it's grandfathered in. Oh, so it's gosh. it's just like I can't build a full bathroom down here, but I have the toilet and the sink, just and that's, it's considered a Pittsburgh potty. And is it just out? Like it just sits out? Oh yeah, it's just it's just out. Like, it's, it can't be, it's not in a room. Like I, I, I put curtains around it, but you know, it's, it's just, yeah, it's just in the fuck. It's on the other side next to like the 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 washer and dryer. So you could build like a couch into it, or like, or like it into a couch or something like that. You, know? you like, could, yeah, you could, yeah. Wow, yeah, that's yeah. you know, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of the right use for a Pittsburgh body like this. It's great. No, it's great. Listen, I work down here. I can just go over there. You, you know, oh, and there's yeah. a sink right there, so it's you know, I can wash my hands and get back to work. I mean, I it. This makes sense. This makes sense. And actually, a trucker potty is just a sink. <laughs> so, oh, that's. I mean, that's it. A trucker potty. I mean, so that that is just a sink. Is, yes, so, it's multifaceted tool right there. A trucker yeah, potty. I, it's, it's, I, it's, actually, shower both, in there. You... <laughs> well, both Panther and I would be comfortable in this room. It sounds like so. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the idea of DGen Con at Mad Max's uh, uh, compound, uh, yeah. East Coast compound. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Do some, do some all together uh, live now recordings. <laughs> Which, speaking of, actually, last night we did. Uh, I did a little live stream in the book club. So, oh, folks, you? if you, cool. yeah, I wow. did. So, if you have not yet had a chance to join the book club or check it out, it is a private Discord server. I did a little bit of a live stream of making the song for this week that y'all got Whoa. to hear. So, Whoa. yes, I this was full on opening the kimono. Like, this is how this is how the sausage is made. Were you inspired this week? Did you have an inspiration? Because I remember last time that we met. Uh, I mean, music is a huge part of our show because oh, yeah. we, we 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 like to share music stuff. Mm-hmm. And last last time, of course, you were inspired by the songs that were. Were you inspired this week? You know, actually, I, I not by, not by the music that you and I listened to this week. <laughs> uh, not 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 by that. I could see it. No, I could see it. I was about to say I could probably see it. it it's the the song this week. It was uh what what I did is there's this thing this thing that I use. It's called Splice. It's really fancy music shit. It's not actually, but what it is, it's a service where they have a bunch of royalty free music and shit that you can just mm-hmm. work with. And so essentially, uh, I like to pick different genres out of that for funsies, and I picked. Uh, with the sax kitten yesterday, the weirdest genre that we could find on there, which was tropical house. <laughs> and so that song it. that was that that is the song for this week is a tropical house. It, it's all like tropical house beats. It's essentially and sounds is what we used for that. And then you know I had some other of my own things that I pulled in there that you know if you if you watch the stream you can see the bits that are the live things or what's the you know how how I pull things in. And essentially, that is uh, uh, the process. And, you know, this is not the highest quality music making experience that you will ever see in your life. But it is a music making experience that involves the DJ's voices constantly. So, oh, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, and, and, the yeah. fact that you can do this almost every week and put a new song out every other week. I mean, you've been doing this now for well over a, almost a year. I think yep. it's been a year. We're just at it. We're almost at a year right now. So, I mean, there's got to be close to like 45, 40, 40, 40 something songs that you've written. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which I mean, to me sounds insane. It I, is I'll, insane. Be, I'll be, I'll be I honest. Love it. I love it, but it's insane. I love it, t- I love it too. It's to me, it just sounds <laughs> insane because it's, uh, it, it, the quality has to be a certain degree to, to be pumping out at that, at that level, you know? <laughs> That the quality it can only be so high, if, if, you know. But regardless, speaking of some only so high quality music, actually, we got to listen to some reasonably high quality music today, Mad Max. And this was a suggestion of mine. It was mm-hmm. atmospheres when life gives you lemons, you paint that shit gold. 
Now, Mad Max, what were your initial thoughts on this album? And maybe before that, how do you go about listening to music? Are you seated down in your compound basement next to the uh, heavy bag? Or what's 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 your music listening scenario? I, so I, I, I'll go through a couple things here. One is it seems like when when you suggest music to you, to me, it's it's got to be like something from Minnesota. It just I mean, it just wow. happens to be that way. You just like you, you find some boys from Minnesota that and just like I got to suggest Minnesota and music to, to, to Mad Max here. Well, uh, there's a little there's a little bit of that because I think that there's definitely a lack of uh, of understanding of the Minneapolis sound. And that is that is what I uh, try and hit at a little bit with some of my choices. But don't worry, there there, there will be there will be other suggestions that are not so nepotistically Minnesotan. <laughs> I you know I'm 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 again like I love it. I I you know I I, I don't mind honestly. I mean, this isn't a criticism. It's just I'm just pointing out a fact that it's been a few Minnesota. Oh. And, and for this one, like I I wasn't familiar with atmosphere. It ah. like, I I was not. And in fact, like so now it gets into my music listening. Uh, so when you sent it to me, I was you know I was at work. So so mm-hmm. I, I have my setup. I've, I've got the same headphones I wear during the show and uh, the noise canceling headphones. So I'm listening to it like drowning at the sound. I listened to it while I worked out. I listened to it uh, while I was go. cooking on Friday night. And so, you know, my wife comes in and I got my earbuds. Well, so you turn it down. Oh, OK. OK. No, no, no. I got my earbuds. I got kids in the house. I ain't playing this loud. Yeah, I was going to say the kids, the kids may have some disagreements. I got my earbuds in. And of course, you know, as I'm cooking, I'm kind of like dancing along. To, oh, yeah. to the beats here and mm-hmm. uh you know i gave her w- one of my uh uh one of my earbuds and it's just me and my wife dancing in the kitchen it was, it was actually oh, kind of yeah. cool it was actually kind of yeah. cool yeah. hell yeah well i'm glad that you got a chance to move it and groove it to uh to some of his atmosphere stuff now uh for those who are not familiar with atmosphere he is a hip-hop artist from uh the minneapolis area who uh this album specifically was from 2008, um, but he has stuff that is, you know, probably from like uh, mid 90s through today. As mm-hmm. still tours, he actually plays Red Rocks basically every year. So he comes out to my neck of the woods wow. and plays an unbelievable show here uh, at one of the most incredible venues. Um, but the sound is so unique. And it, the album itself has a ton of bangers on it. And I, mm-hmm. honestly, I love having my sax along with me to try to play along with a bunch of the <laughs> things that I listened to, which, by the way, was near impossible for that Mr. Bungle album uh, a few weeks ago. But, <laughs> regardless, this is uh, the kind of album that, aside from some clearly directed microtonal songs where they really try and select, uh, they're, they're really trying to play with a loop that is out of tune, essentially. This is groovy as hell and is also like has some Minnesotan lyrical content in it, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun. Talking about Lake Street, talking about other spots around town. It's 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 a lot of fun uh, to kind of hear that and to hark it back. And it's it's, you know, uh, John Hodgman uh, would used to say, uh, and he, I believe he still says it, that uh, nostalgia is one of the most dangerous feelings. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah you know, yeah. and uh, this album, uh, if that's the case, is. Um, like the uh, the anarchist cookbook, then because <laughs> this is because this is like full on nostalgia music, just like boom. And I remember being in high school listening to the song yesterday, introducing it to my musical family, and it's such a profoundly uh, musical hip hop album from the waitress to Wild Wild Horses to In Her Music Box. There's some Lizzo funky flute sounds on this album. Mm-hmm, There's mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. kind of just fun stuff everywhere. So this is definitely uh this album is a hundred percent a part of the long drive spring and summer playlist that I'm gonna be listening to in the car as I go from uh from wedding to wedding. 
Yeah, it's funny too. I mean, it's it's a great anthology album. It's, it's it talks a lot about middle class struggles. It's you know, mm-hmm. you know struggling to pay the bills, talking about addiction, uh, and, and kind of doing whatever it takes to survive. And and specifically for you know women, what they need to do to yeah. to, to survive out there. Um, and yeah, listen, I mean, it, we talked to genre bending. A blending album last time and i think this fits the bill you, you mentioned it i mean you have uh some synth heavy songs uh the skinny gla- uh your glass house mm-hmm. very focused on the synth um and uh your glass almost, house distract- almost-, almost distractingly on the synth. It, I, like- was about, I was about to say your glass house could almost be like a gorilla song at yes. that point like at that point it's 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 like very kind of like in your face it is it is but it's it's uh it's a lot of this music is actually quite popular stuff that has been featured in all kinds of things. I, I believe that some of the music from this album was in some EA sports game that I played forever mm-hmm. ago. There's for forever and ever ago. And some of the atmosphere stuff gets hooked in to these, uh, to, to some of these, um, video games and some of this background music almost where you don't even realize it, but you actually know a lot mm-hmm. of this music, mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the day, which is kind of, kind of fun. That is neat, uh, you know, but but same thing. So you have this synth heavy stuff. You get you got the Ian Anderson type flute stuff you, you mentioned on on like songs like Dreamer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got like some some uh, country type guitar twangs on painting. You got the, yep. the piano driven uh, forces songs like Yesterday, and it, it all works together. I mean, there's there's a ton of stuff going on here, but doesn't it's not distracting. It, it all. Mm-hmm. It works together. I think my favorite song on the album is probably Guarantees, which is almost oh, yeah. like, it like ventures into Red Hot Chili Peppers territory. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. Beat tone, the way he sings, kind of even sounds mm-hmm. like Anthony Kiedis in a way. It's yeah, like, it's crazy. It's, well, it's, I have, it, when hip when hip hop people sing, this is this is when you know that you're starting to push the musicianship yeah, boundaries. Yeah. You know, which I always I always do like to hear that when it works. When it doesn't work, then you're like, okay, <laughs> there's please please turn down. There's a, there's a little bit of that that goes on sometimes when you hear that. But in this uh, in the scenarios, it's always tasteful uh, on this album for sure. Well, you know, I mean, one of the first albums I think we talked about, like going way, way back was, was, uh, you know, I, I, when I started getting into Run the Jewels and I feel like oh, you, yeah. you got a lot of that too, where it's like when, when yep. they sing on that, like when they sing on their albums, it's like, all right, man, they, they've just taken it to a different level. It's not just rapping yeah. here. It's, they, they have, um, you know, different elements that they can bring to the table. But I mean, listen, I mean, this is a hip hop album. I mean, you Hell got, yeah. you got like hip hop song, like you should have known, mm-hmm. um, you know, th- those are like almost like gnarls Barkley type songs where they you could, you know, they could be hit songs on the radio, uh, mass appeal type things, uh, lyrically, you know, fun stuff. I mean, when, whenever you say you're going to put a restraining order against Satan's daughter, mm-hmm. I mean, come on, you got me, you got me right there. There we go. Yeah, no, there's the, the lyrical content is, 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 is tasty <laughs> on this album. There's a, there's a lot of fun stuff. There's what was the imagery of asking the pregnant waitress for the, uh, for a cigarette. There's, 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 there's these, there's these different like bits of imagery that are part right, of this album right. that are just yeah. like, that, that just set the table and, and they, they really paint a picture. And that is one of the beautiful things about atmosphere. And so I urge everyone to go out and take a listen to this album from 13 years ago. I swear to God, we didn't spoil it. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> All right. All right. Mad Max. Well, you know, you are here with me recording bright and early this Sunday morning, even earlier than we thought because of daylight savings times, you bitch. <laughs> so, you know, we got all kinds of great lines to look at every Sunday. I check in with the DJs about how their week's been going, what they're seeing, what they're looking to do the next week and what they like today. So Mad Max, we have baseball. Mm-hmm. Let's play ball. Give me your way too early baseball likes for World Series, MVP, anything. What what what, what are you excited for in baseball um, other than the Mets getting slapped with more luxury tax fees and and uh, and, 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 and you know, seeing stellar pitching uh, with no run support? 
Ah, uh, I mean, yeah, that's 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 pretty much what, uh, Mets pulled off another trade yesterday. By the way, they got a uh, all star pitcher Chris Bassett from uh, the Oakland A's. Oh, so uh, another he, arm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's probably going to slide into the three spot there, in which I mean, you know, Tuan Walker then probably becomes their fourth starter. And you got to remember, he was an all star last year, but he had a, sec- <laughs> he had a little bit of a second half collapse there. Um, uh, but the Mets aren't done, and I think that's that's one of the things. Is I yeah. think the, the Mets aren't done. A uh, couple things I'm I'm, I'm uh, interested in is a team like the Giants. The Giants. Uh, Came out of nowhere last year, mm-hmm. right? And it seems like they're focusing in on still trying to win and maintain that 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 success that they did, um, you know, last year. So a team like that might be interested to see if they can sustain that, especially when you're in a, you know, a division against the Dodgers. Um, you'd like to think the Padres maybe they they make a step forward uh, with with the, some of the changes that they, they're making and and some of the youth that they have there and if they can get that to to go together. So always interested in that. Um, yeah, I'm, I, you know, I try to, I try to look at the teams that might make a big jump. I mean, the White Sox yeah. were a surprise last year. Uh, the Red Sox, the Red Sox, I, I, you know, I pit dead last in the fucking league last year and, the, and they, they did much, much better. I mean, no one but Panther kind of saw the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> yeah, that was, <laughs> you my know, goodness. So, my so goodness. I, what a I, I don't, I don't know if the Atlanta Braves have what it takes to, to kind of, uh, you know, repeat that's that's for sure but um now listen you know with, with being a Mets fan there's always this optimism that enters into the season you know and then it kind of fucking fades away after a while but uh I could feel yeah. your hand quotes on that right there optimism, I could feel yeah. your hand quotes on optimism right there that yeah. was yeah I mean I you know I also get to be quote unquote optimistic at this time of year with the teams that I get to both uh view and uh <laughs> root for uh i i it's it, it's kind of interesting i would say rooting quote unquote for uh the colorado rockies because they are a serious bottom barrel organization at this point um and mm. the ownership seemingly has no intention of uh producing a, a quality baseball product but rather creating a vehicle for people to consume beer <laughs> That is, uh, it's, it's not bad though. It's not bad. I mean, it works. It works. It's like, it's like, it's like being a I'm kid buy, in the eighties and watching still... watching your 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 toys on TV. I mean, GI Joe, uh, Transformers. They're just toys on TV. So why not just have a vehicle for drinking beer? I don't. I don't mind. That, I mean, that's what it is. I mean, and here's the other thing: is the Rockies know that there's other teams in the division that are going to pay. So, like for me, I get to watch the Dodgers come to town. I get to watch mm-hmm. the Padres come to town. I get, I, I get to see some like, uh, I, I get to see the, uh, the Los Angeles angels of Anaheim come to town. I get to, uh, confusingly, I it, it's it, so with that as a, as, as this, uh, as his team, you know, the Rockies really are, uh, are hard, a hard watch for that reason. But you know, again, solid vehicle for drinking beer. So I'm not betting on them, but I am for World Series. I'm I'm looking at it right now. Mm-hmm. I was actually looking at the Padres at plus sixteen hundred. It feels like a team like that has the pieces that could just surprise, you know. Maybe where they're at. maybe. I mean the team that I, I was kind of on last year, they started off slow, they picked things up. And I want to keep my eye out on once again is the St. Louis Cardinals. I think mm. uh, you know you can get them at like plus twenty five hundred, and I think that that is a oh, that's a solid payout. Like really, plus twenty five hundred is just like yeah. You know, I mean the the Giants they got the Giants at plus twenty two hundred uh, over here at, at DraftKings in Jersey. So I mean like yeah. you know not I 
I'm not in love with that one, but mm-hmm. being in the central, I mean, you got the brewers who knows what happens to them. If they right. can sustain, if they can, you know, you, you have, uh, uh, no one else really in that in that central. I mean, the Reds, the Reds could be folding if they get rid of uh, uh, Castellanos, right? I mean, they, they could be out. Um, yeah. the, the Cubs, uh, the Cubs will start making moves, but they're not quite there. So the central is kind of like one of those those divisions that is that could be won. And I, I feel like the Cardinals mm. can kind of sneak in, win that, and 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 make a run again. And you know, they, they're a team that always when they win the World Series is kind of a surprise. Like, oh shit, there's Card Cardinals are pretty fucking good. Um, I'm just, you know, at the top, at the top of the list, I'm not seeing a ton of value just yet. And, and we'll do mm-hmm. our, our official uh, oh, yeah. futures episode. Uh, this is the know. way too early. This is the way this too the early. Way too early. Yeah. Cause yeah. I mean, still got to wait to see fucking free agents and exactly. stuff like that. But I mean, um, would we be shocked if the Dodgers actually make a, 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 a run at Freddie Freeman and try to pry him away from the fucking Braves? No. I mean, no. you know, they, they, they'll spend the money. Um, the, you know, I'm looking at the top teams right now, and I'm just not seeing yeah. value. Dodgers plus 700, uh, Astros plus 900, Yankees plus 900, Mets plus a thousand, White Sox plus 1100, Blue Jays plus 1100, Braves yeah. plus 1200. I'm just, I'm not seeing the value in these right now. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel like the value, exactly. yeah, the value starts coming in when you are talking about the Padres plus 1600, yes. the Rays plus 1600. Yes. Um, exactly. That's what that's yeah, exactly I, I what I'm saying. That's, that's, at the, yeah, that's the spot that you're getting into where you're starting to see just some some value for what you're gonna get yeah. for. But I mean, those top teams. I mean, I'm I'm sorry. Like I, I'm not. No way. Oh, yeah. there, there's no oh, yeah. value in the Mets. There's no fucking value in taking the Mets. I'm sorry. Plus one thousand. No. Fuck no. Them. No. 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 You need you need to wait for them to go down a bit in the division here to start the season and then let them get, yes. like, you know claw their way exactly. back. Exactly. Yeah. That and then yeah. make it interesting at the end of the yeah. year for you. Problem is you that's know? not the Mets style. The Mets will start off red fucking hot. They'll probably mm-hmm. win the first twenty five games and be like you know <laughs> and then get no fucking value whatsoever on that. They'll be you know mm-hmm. minus like a thousand and then they'll fucking tank in the second half. That's that's the Mets mo. Listen, <laughs> I've I've gone through September's with the Mets before and then that, that's it. You know I don't know if you listened to the show the other day. I was you. Know, you know, I, I, I visited my grandmother's house and she's like watching like a classic Mets game. And I'm like, it's like I think I remember how this one ends. We uh, lose. This, we uh, lose. Uh, you, <laughs> I've you, seen you, this you, story you, before, Grandma. We <laughs> lose this one. Spoiler alert. I don't know brutal. if you remember. You're 96 brutal. years old. You, you, you know, so uh, I just want to remind you that we lose this one. What what that's out of curiosity, what year was this game from? Was it recent or was it like old? It, it, it was it was where TV still wasn't quite there. Uh the 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 um the cameras weren't quite there. So I probably pigged this oh. at like the early two thousands. Okay. It was still kind of grainy on your TV. Like got it. you were watching this in high def because I mean she's got a high def TV and like, yeah, you know, HD mic, blah 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 blah. But like it it was filmed in a way back in the early two thousands where it's like really this it's, is it's what we square. got in fucking year two thousand and it's like, and it looks like shit yeah it's square it's not sixteen by nine <laughs> it's, it's, it's square bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you I hear you I get that well I uh, do you have any MVPs that you're looking at you remember last year that I was on Shohei Otani as MVP and I mean something cashed with that. Ah, uh, good job, good job with that. Uh, I don't think he uh, repeats. Nope, I, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, especially you know if if Mike Trout's healthy, you know he's going to mm-hmm. eye him up. But that's a big if. Um, I I don't know, like a guy like Wander Franco plus eighteen hundred might oh, be yeah. nice. Um, yep. maybe, maybe a guy like Bo Bichette uh, yes. comes out plus two thousand. I think those are the guys that I'm kind of trying to like eye out some value there. Um. Oh yeah, Mad Max. You and I are and simpatico on this one. The the two that I was looking at in the AL were Vlad at plus four fifty and Bobichet. 
Those two, to me, felt like if I was going to take two shots at MVP. Vlad's got to win one. Uh, you know what I'm saying? If he's, he's going got, to. If he, he's if going he's to. got a good year this year, they have to give him one. So I like the plus and, 400 on Vlad. He, I, yeah, I do. Yeah. And, and he was close. And he was close last year, too. He was, I mean, well, he was, yeah, did, did, was he the triple crown winner uh, for hitting, I think, yeah, last something year? Like that. So, he, was, he was, yeah, he was right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was right behind Shohei. It's just Shohei was, you know, doing the the Babe Ruth thing, and everyone was like, "Oh, look, look, this is nice. This is fun. <laughs> oh, wow, how novel!" Let's 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 watch this team from a, a very obscure place in California that is hard to describe. I I I mean, I think that that is a uh, at, at the end of the day, I think those are my two ALs. My NLs that I was looking at were Fernando Tatis at plus four hundred and Mookie Betts at plus one thousand. I thought both of those. I mean. You, you could get anyone winning and honestly um and those are two guys who feel like can put it together and have a good year I, I i think that again maybe the fernando tatis is me liking that padres at plus 1600 a little bit too much or something like that but uh and and buying into the idea that perhaps that uh there, there's gonna be a little bit more out of that team than we saw in the previous years but those are what i'm looking at in the nl have you taken any look at uh at, at those uh mvps you know, so here's the thing, and and, and I kind of uh, you know tip my hat with with uh, with St. Louis, and this is going to be a little bit of a stinger for you, and I apologize, but I kind of like Nolan Arenado plus three thousand. Oh, yeah, like I mean, I think there's a huge if, if St. Louis does what I think they're going to do, I think there's a ton of fucking value on Arenado, but mm-hmm. I, it, you know that that's kind of my like you know that's that's my stretch bet right there, just to kind of uh, do this. I you know. I, Ronald Lacuna Jr., you see if he comes back. Uh, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., you know, it's the juniors, right? I think the juniors, there's some value on them. You know, if the Mets do anything, uh, you know, you got to figure that Alonzo or Lindor have to, you know, they have to be the guys on that team. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm... I mean, could, could a pitcher win uh, MVP? You know, I mean, you got to remember, like before Degrom went down last year, he was absolutely hun- unhittable. Yeah, like, this is true. Like literally unhittable. Um, I don't think a pitcher is going to win it. I, very rarely that it happens. So, I mean, I would probably go with the two juniors, Tatis, mm-hmm. Acuna, and then um, Arenado is just as a fun kind of like out there plus three thousand lottery ticket. You know, that is a fun lottery ticket, and and Nolan is that kind of a guy who is, can put it together and has it is. I mean, a, an unbelievable, incredible athlete. When you watch what the, some of the plays that he makes uh, at third, it's unbelievable. He is, he is. Insane. I and I was privy to getting to watch some of those insane plays for a while. And now I know that's why it's a sore sore spot. I know. I know. Well, and you know what? Actually, I get to look forward to this year. Rocky season ticket holder here. I I get to look forward to little no one. Story is gone, right? Uh, Story is a free agent, so he's not coming back. Yeah. No, no way. No no, way, Monfort's not paying him. (laughs) That that sure shit ain't happening. All right. Well, we got to get to this ad read sooner. Arch is going to have an aneurysm. Oh, so- ad read, ad read. I, 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 I thought we were closing out the show. We're, 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 uh, we're about to hit our picks. We're going to do an ad read right now. Yes, you, we're squeezing it in, Mad Max, because we're talking about mybookie.ag with my book. You can bet on the NBA, NFL, NHL, UFC, boxing, MLB, and Star Fucking Wars. This is my shit, guys. This is my wheelhouse for real. And right now, you can take the yes at plus or at minus 150 that Qui-Gon Jinn appears in the upcoming Disney Plus Obi-Wan series. They stipulate that hologram, ghost, and voiceover do count. And given Obi-Wan is Qui-Gon's Padawan, I think this one feels like a lock to me. So go on over to my bookie. They are well-traveled. They offer quality odds on basically everything. So sign up now using the promo code AbsoluteDegents. We can keep the lights on around here. And my bookie will give you a bonus deposit of up to $1,000. Whether you're at home, on the go, on your laptop, or just interested in Han Mabuki, you can bet, win, and get paid with my bookie.
brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. I, I really thought we were closing out the show soon. We, what do we got? We just got our daily picks. But So so let's stretch this out for another 10 minutes then. Yeah. I, I want to talk about two things. The first thing is you, you mentioned Star Wars, right? Yeah. Um, let, let's rewind to the Phantom Menace and the Duel of the okay. Fates, the, the, the scene where uh, Darth Maul is fighting both Qui-Gon and, and Obi-Wan, right? Yes. That is the moment in time that the uh, dark side wins. Because uh, yeah. even though Darth Maul loses the battle, him killing Qui-Gon was the turning point in the series for Anakin because Qui-Gon could have been that father figure that Anakin needed to stay mm. on the right path. And in fact, yeah. Qui-Gon was, wasn't on the council, the Jedi council, because he believed in things like love and having passion for things and, yes. and embracing uh, emotions, emotions yes. right? So 100%. the fact is the moment that Qui-Gon died, Anakin's uh, turn to the dark side begins. Well, I mean, it also speaks to the fact that then Obi-Wan was thrust into the role of being uh, like a way teenage too young father. father. Exactly, yeah. no exactly. Way. Not good. And, and let's be and let's be honest here. That's like me being a father. Okay, this is a jazz musician dad here situation. This is not what you want for your child. This and that is why uh, your child grows up and hates sand. And your, your child, <laughs> and then, and beyond that, your child grows up and uh, uh, deals has to deal with severe burns all over their body, and then. It turns into a very angry, angry person that uh, it takes out their spite on the entire galaxy. Essentially, it's, it's I mean, and, and it's lyrically, it's exactly like the Atmosphere album. By the way, the, what you just described is everything they talk about in the Atmosphere album. You know, the teenage father and hating sand yeah. and and being burned when you're older. Yeah, just full circle here, yeah. full yeah. fucking circle. This is this is healthy. I'm 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 glad that we were able to have a nice Star Wars aside because uh, as long as I can pump my Disney stock any time that I oh, there you go. I yeah. can pump my Disney content here. In order, uh, in order to help the pocketbook, this is always a positive. It is second aside, but before we get there, is you, you mentioned the Anarchist Cookbook, and I, I got a funny story about that. Is you know I have a copy of the Anarchist Cookbook. Uh, and, who doesn't? Uh, right. Yeah, but but it was at a point in time where my my mom bought it for me, and she had to like put her you know oh no like inform like the FBI had to do like a background check. On, oh like, this, no! Like I'm talking like this has got to be like <laughs> 1996, 97 hilarious. or something like <laughs> so that. Good. And um, you know. And she had to like basically have like an FBI background check for her to buy the book. Wait, yeah. did you have your mom buy this for you when you were in high school? Yeah, when I was in high school. Yeah. Your mom bought you the Anarchist Cookbook when you were in high school. Yeah, absolutely. How is your high school doing? Does it still exist? Um, yes, it's still there, but uh, you know, <laughs> is it, there's a whole new wing added on. They, you, they, know, <laughs> you know that you know that whole uh, the. <laughs> It's, it's, it's an open air wing. No, um, uh, you know, you know that whole whole thing where, where Jack says this town needs an enema. I would say that about my hometown. Like honestly, my yeah, my, that town needs an enema, and, and that high school definitely needed one. No, I survived that high school. I went on and and you know, just just kind of left that thing behind. Much like you in Minnesota. I mean, I've I, again like the working class, the the whole theme of atmosphere. It hit home with me because I mean that's my hometown right there. It's a shitty little small Jersey go. town. You know, and and that's what I fucking dealt with, and I I moved on from there. Just much hey. much like you moving on from Minnesota into hey. the you know 
Colorado. We, we, we move on to bigger and better things, right? Yeah, together yeah. as a family. We all move on together to bigger and better things. And let's move on, Mad Max, to these picks today. Let's I, do it. Let's go to basketball. What do you got for me in the NBA today? All right. First one up for me, uh, Clippers in Detroit. You know, Prior to losing two in a row, Pistons had a nice win streak going. I mm-hmm. think the value is on them today against an inconsistent Clippers team. I'm getting a nice plus line here. $10 money line bet on the Detroit Pistons. Now, actually, this is a game that I was on, and I did like the Pistons here, but this is actually a matchup of some not-sexy teams that I uh, was looking at, and I see the 218.5 total, and I see that strike in a day. The Clippers have hit the under in seven of their last ten games, and both teams' average total on one day's rest is 216. So I am going to hop on the under here and pray that uh, they sleep in uh, this <laughs> town today. Ding, ding, ding. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love that under. Yep. Look at us. Look, oh, we're together right out the gate, Mad Max. Yep. This is this is this is this is either setting up very well or very poorly for the rest of the day for probably, us. Probably, probably. <laughs> uh, last last one for me in the NBA: uh, Lakers and. Oh Suns. my God! Listen, LeBron can't keep scoring fifty points here. It's the yeah. only way the Lakers can win is if he scores fifty mm-hmm. on nights. He does not do this. They lose. He cannot be Hercules every single fucking night. I think the Suns win this one. Uh, it's I mean it's a massive line. So I got to bet twenty dollars. It's a twenty dollar money line bet on Phoenix. Uh, now, again, you. this is my other NBA game. I only have two today, and this is the other one for me. Now, call me crazy, but I do like the Lakers here in this spot. I and Oh, with made, the points? Oh, with the, the point. points. Take here. the points. Take the points. Yes. Now, yeah. I know this isn't that kind of, and I know this isn't a, a Lakers positive podcast, but the Suns are 0-5 ATS in their last five on one day's rest, and I think the Lakers actually are live, potentially here with the money line, but I will take those points because it makes me feel safer, and it's plus eight and a half. I mean, it's, it's, it's over a touchdown, so we're taking – the Lakers plus the points here. I can't. I can't argue it. I just. I'm not playing like. And especially You're not dealing with this bullshit. I'm, I'm not dealing with. I'm not dealing with spreads. No, I'm not, not. Not doing it. Not I can it. understand how these break your heart. And actually, you know, a man of your age can could use as much you know heart health as as is possible. So not touching spreads makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. My dumb ass is young enough to still do yeah. this shit. Yeah, it's, it's like cocaine. All right. More things, my young, my young ass. <laughs> <laughs> insert, insert something about my young ass on that. <laughs> Jesus, Matt Max, are you ready to shoot over the ice? I am. I got two plays on the ice today that I'm looking at, but uh, you know, there's there's some interesting ones. Uh, but mm-hmm. the two that I'm on, I, I like the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's a big chalky fucking line, and I can't believe I'm betting the goddamn Toronto Maple Leafs. I think they beat the Sabres today. This this is all the all the indicators are pointing to Toronto not coughing this one up. Do I have hesitation because it's the Maple Leafs and they cough <laughs> things up? Yes. Yeah. But I think the Toronto Maple Leafs get it done today. Ten dollar bet on Toronto. Yeah, I, I I just couldn't get to this number. I the, I'm looking at is it what minus three hundred right now? That's I had it minus two sixty. If it's minus three hundred, you back out. But uh, minus two sixty, yeah. I had it. Buffalo is just one of those teams. I watched firsthand as Buffalo beat my uh, uh, Minnesota Wild uh, in Minnesota. Your Wild have issues, buddy. Oh, my God. Hey, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Oh, are we? Okay. Oh, we're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. I I, I got an edge on this, okay? I got an edge that I've been working for a while. It works with my Wild. But I, 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 I agree with you here. I think at the line that you're getting, if that makes sense for Toronto, but I just couldn't touch it with that much chalk. All right, and then uh, here's a value play, a nice little plus line for you. Anaheim Ducks at New York Islanders. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit concerned because it's a you know, it's a West Coast team over here, and and it's daylight savings, so that that always does freak me out. But I got this at plus one thirty. I think the play is the the Ducks here. Uh, I, I fucking Islanders minus one fifty. I can't fucking see that. So yeah, ten dollar <laughs> bet on Anaheim. 
full moral support. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't uh, believe in those Islanders myself either. So I, I give you full moral support here. But this was not one of the ones that I was on. This is insane. We're going to talk about this, this many, uh, this much of a variety of hockey here on this more hockey than basketball. <laughs> bring it, bring it, because here we go. Winnipeg Jets at the St. Louis Blues. This feels ugly as hell, but I like the Jets here. St. Louis played yesterday, and on back-to-backs after wins, St. Louis hasn't won a game this season. Well, the Jets are just above 500 in the same situation. So we're rolling the dice, and I'm taking a flyer with a plus line on the Jets today. Ding, ding. Love that play. Love that play. Uh, Couldn't quite bet it from implied probability standpoint, but I'm leaning Winnipeg with you. Love it. Love it. I, I, I need this moral support in my life, Mad Max. <laughs> I need this moral support. Let's bring it on uh, to the Calgary Flames at my Colorado Avalanche here. Now, this is a weird one. And at first mm. glance, I was all over the Flames with the plus mm. line. Uh, mm. But I am looking here at the over in this one. And uh, I, I may add uh, I'm, I may add the over later today, but I love this uh, Calgary with the plus line. Um, so the, uh, the underdog is 7-1 between these two teams in their last eight. Calgary is six and two on a back-to-back after a win, and Colorado is one and two in, on two days rest after a loss, uh, and they are ending their homestand today. So I think that this is a value bet on the Flames. I I, I think again, dice roll. I like this one. Moral support. I agree with you. I like Calgary to win this one as well. I mean, this this is definitely a chicken shit play. By the way, you you take Calgary. Oh, plus uh, plus a, the one and a half. Iceberg uh, this mother. You're, yeah, if you iceberg this, you're you're going to eat some chalk on this, but it's not going to be a ton of chalk because they're getting the plus line right here. I think you could do that with Calgary, but I wouldn't. I would just straight up bet them. So I'm yeah, moral support, leaning the Flames with you. Love it, love it. Now here we go to All right, let's my the last one. This is my last one. We got the Nashville Predators at my Minnesota Wild, and this is the trend that I've been betting weekly on the Sunday Pod. Mad Max, you know who's in goalie for the Minnesota Wild? No, who's in goal today? Cam Tabbitt. All and right. Cam is seven of his last 10 to the over and has allowed four goals in seven of those 10 games. So four or more goals in seven of those 10 games. So we are smashing the over in the state of hockey today because that game is, I think it's at six and a half, maybe Oof. that line. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Maybe a little bit scary, but listen, Cam Tabbitt allows a lot of goals and I, I was on this earlier this week. I was it on Tuesday when they played uh, the Rangers, and that one went over as well. So we are we are going to have fun with my Minnesota Wild betting the over. They don't need to win; they just need to allow a lot of goals. <laughs> and Cam Tabbitt does that. I, okay, fine. I, I will, I'm moral support. I'll lean the over with you. And uh, sadly, I'm going to lean Nashville here. I think Nashville's going to beat the Minnesota Wild. Oh, I, listen, I, I'm not I'm not betting on the wild. I wouldn't bet on the wild myself right now. I wouldn't touch them. They are cold. They, yeah. yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they, they not have problems. Good. Not good. Yeah. Well, that is that's all that I got. Oh, Mad Max, do you have anything else today? That is it for me. All right. Arch, Arch is literally, he fell asleep 25 minutes ago. He's know, gone. I know, I know. He's, He's gone. <laughs> all right, folks. Well, that's all we've got for you this morning. So come on out to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com so you can buy a shirt. You can follow us on the podcast on Twitter at BettingAbsolute. Join our Patreon, the old book club. Chat with us and the crew directly. And when it's all said and done, yeah, let's make some money. <laughs> it's, it's the Robert Kraft rule. I don't take shots of people ever. I'm Never. always above board. Now that I'm back, uh, Panther can continue just fading to the background and not saying much. The Alabama education. <laughs> what are we shilling today? Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 
96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.